This is Ask O.T. Kimberly, a listener-supported podcast at Anchor FM. Follow the link in the show notes to learn more about Ask O.T. Kimberly, your go-to for learning and development in all things mind, body, and spirit. Thank you for your support. A reading from 2 Kings chapter 3, verses 15 forward. And the prophet Elijah said, But now bring me a musician. Then it happened, when the musician played, that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, Thus says the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches, for thus says the Lord, You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, Yet that valley shall be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. Also, you shall attack every fortified city and every choice city, and shall cut down every good tree, and stop up every spring of water, and ruin every good piece of land with stones. Now it happened in the morning, when the grain offering was offered, that suddenly water came by the way of Edom, and the land was filled with water. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings had come up to fight against them, and all who were able to bear arms and older were gathered, and they stood at the border, then they rose up early in the morning, and the sun was shining on the water, and the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood. And they said, This is blood. The kings have surely struck swords and have killed one another. Now therefore, Moab, to the spoil. So when they came to the camp of Israel, Israel rose up and attacked the Moabites, so that they fled before them, and they entered their land, killing the Moabites. Then they destroyed the cities, And each man threw a stone on every good piece of land and filled it. And they stopped up all the springs of water and cut down all the good trees. But they left the stones of Kir Haraseth intact. However, the slingers surrounded and attacked it. And when the king of Moab saw that the battle was too fierce for him, He took with him 700 men who drew swords to break through the king of Edom, but they could not. Then he took his eldest son, who would have reigned in his place, and offered him as a burnt offering upon the wall. And there was great indignation against Israel, so they departed from him and returned to their own land. This is the word of the Lord. 2 Kings chapter 3, verses 15 through 27. A reading from the word of the Lord. 
First Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, verse 9 forward. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed or disappointed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourself. For within three days you will cross over this Jordan to go and to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke, saying, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on the side of the Jordan. But you shall pass before your brethren armed, all your mighty men of valor, and help them until the Lord has given your brethren rest. And he gave you, and they also have taken possession of the land which the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on the side of the Jordan towards the sunrise. This is the word of the Lord, Joshua chapter 1, verses 9 through 15. A reading from the Lord, Acts chapter 17, 26 forward. And he, the Lord, made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitation, that they would seek God, if perhaps they might feel around for him and find him. Though he is not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and exist. As even some of your own poets have said, for we are his descendants. Therefore, since we are the descendants of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by human skill and thought. So having overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now proclaiming to mankind that all people everywhere are to repent because he has set a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed, 
having furnished proof to all people by raising him from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Acts chapter 17, verses 26 through 30. So what territory has the Lord assigned to you? As we read through scripture, we see this theme that the Lord shares about territories and assignments. In the first text in 2 Kings chapter 3, we see the prophet Elijah speaking a word about what was to happen around Israel and the Moabites. The prophet Elisha, using the minister of music, spoke a word saying that Israel would be victorious. Now, the Moabites, they were not aware of this. They looked to their environment and what appeared to them in their human wisdom like an opportunity to defeat Israel. When they went and they looked at the water, it looked like on the side of Israel, it was blood. And they came to a human conclusion that was not a reality. They acted on what they saw in their human eyes. And in taking those steps and not being surrendered to the Lord, they were delivered into the hands of Israel. Even the king of the Moabites, who in his strong might, his strong army, bringing back 700 men of swords or mighty men of war, could not defeat Israel. When God assigned that land to be defeated, of the Moabites by Israel and not allow Israel's land to be taken by the Moabites. It was finished, it was complete. The assignment was for Israel to have this land and to be victorious and to not be delivered into the hands of the Moabites. The Lord is one that does not lie. He has reminded us across the Old Testament and the New Testament of some very important things about our lives. God has assigned each of us to a space somewhere in this world that he has equipped us for that space. He will equip us, our families, the animals of the land, to be able to inhabit the land and enjoy it. He will not allow us to be overcome or overrun or defeated by something that he has given us. When it is what God has ordained for us, no one can take it. And for those who try to take it, the Lord will equip us to defeat it. 
And the purpose of us being in that land is not only to enjoy it, but to proclaim the Lord and to proclaim repentance against stubbornness and rejection of the Lord our God and to turn to Christ Jesus who the Lord sent to earth for all humanity across the earth for our sins to be forgiven and to have eternal life that's it so when we think about the land that exists on this earth. Our prayer should be, Lord, direct my steps to the land that you have ordained for me. Lord, let it be a land that you have equipped me to work, a land that I can enjoy, a land that is a place of worship of you and proclaiming who you are. Lord, thank you. Have you ever wondered in your life why you were born a particular place? Have you ever wondered why the Lord allowed you to go to specific colleges or go to a specific country overseas away from your birthplace? That is ordained by God. When I think about many of the friendships I developed over the past few decades, they were from people who were born from around the world. These were women and some men who looked like me, but they were born in the great continent. Some of them were born in the Middle East and we would all converge upon this very cold place called Minnesota. And we would meet each other in this world, this working world, in our neighborhoods. We would identify with each other by something that the God of the universe had assigned to each of us, which is brown skin and African hair. We were not able to identify just by looking at each other that we didn't grow up together but we had a natural world affinity. And that God ordained because it created a platform for me to share my faith, the gospel, with some of these individuals who had no faith or a different faith. It's in this place that the Lord assigned me that they could see the gospel being lived and the kindness to the elders 
in the community who were not of my faith tradition, who would be receptive to the words that I spoke about life, about kindness, about the Lord. They would come to me for a service dealing with their natural needs, but the Lord would allow me to minister to them in a way that they hadn't received from anyone else. And it was an incredible blessing. And even to have been extended the invitation to go back with them to their place of birth, to help with the natural needs and to have an opportunity to share things that are missing in their home country. As you reflect upon your life and where God has you now and where God is sending you, remember that God has assigned you to this place. Do not despise it. Say to the Lord, Thank you, Lord, for sending me to this place. What is the assignment that you have for me here? You have given me assignments before the place that I was born and the place that I moved to as a young person and this place that you've assigned me to in this current space and time and the space that you have assigned me to in my older age. Whatever stage of life, ask the Lord, you have assigned me here, Lord. And this assignment is for me to proclaim the gospel. You have given me this land in which I live to enjoy. You have equipped me with everything that I need for this land, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for equipping me for this moment. Show me how I am to navigate this land. Show me how I am supposed to minister the gospel. Show me, Lord, what I need to do. You have already ordained for me to be in this land. You have already showed me in your word in the Old Testament and New Testament that all enemies that come to take this land that is not theirs will be defeated. That is what your word says. Your word is living and active, stronger than a double-edged sword. You are one that you do not lie. This is what your word says. Send me, Lord, out to do your work. You have equipped me for this land. You have given me everything that I need for this land. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the clarity. And thank you, Lord, for reminding me that this life is not our own. That we don't decide what is best for us, that you decide. We don't decide where 
is the best place for us to be. You decide. And the purpose of us being in this land is not for our purpose, but yours. I submit my purpose, the work of my hands, my intellect, my resources. I submit all of that to you so that it can be a testimony of you. That you may be glorified, Lord. That I use nothing that you have given me for my own selfish ambition. That I use nothing that you have given me, Lord, for my own vanity. That I use nothing that you have given me, Lord, for my own profit. That I use nothing that you have given me, Lord, for my own witty schemes. I repent of all of those things that are counter to what you have called me to do. Show me, Lord, how to be a good steward of the land that you have given me and you are giving me. Show me, Lord, how to be a good steward of the resources that you have given me. Give me your supernatural focus. Give me your supernatural insight into how I am to steward what it is that you have given me. The land you have given me, the work you have given me, the home you have given me, the vehicle you have given me, the clothing you have given me, the resources and food that you've given me, Lord. Show me, Lord, how to steward it in a way that is glorifying to you. Correct me in those areas that need correction. Help me to be speedy and diligent in the use of my time, wasting nothing, having no idle hands, using my hands not for my own selfish ambition, but for you so that you can be glorified on high, Lord, so that others can see your light and your glory, Lord, so that others can turn to you, Lord, so that others can repent of their old ways, their ways of agnosticism, their ways of atheism, their ways of lawlessness, their ways of dishonor of their mother and father, their ways of dishonoring their neighbors, their ways of destruction, their ways of witty schemes and capitalist pursuit, their ways of greed, their ways of gluttony, Lord, their ways of being unconscious to who you are. Open up the eyes of the people so that they may see you through me, through your children. Allow the work of my hands, allow the land that I inhabit, that you have ordained for me, Lord. You have ordained me. You have ordained the listeners for a land, Lord. Allow them to steward that land for you and your glory and your ministry, Lord. Lord, we thank you for what you have given us. We repent of despising the missions that you have put us on. We repent of complaining about the mission that you've given us. We repent of complaining about the lands that we inhabit, the lands that we were born into, the lands that we were assigned to in our young years, 
the lands we were assigned to in our older years. We repent of complaining, Lord, and we submit to your perfect will. Speak to our hearts and show us how, through your divine ideas, your divine insight, how to steward the land that you've given us so that you may be glorified. How to steward our resources, our income, how to steward our vehicles, how to steward our clothing, how to steward the food, how to steward our worship in our places of honor and adoration to you. Let each of these spaces and places be a remembrance of you and a sign and hallmark of you not a sign of us being a baller, not us being a sign of capitalism, not a sign of pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps, not a sign of us being superior and smarter in our own witty ideas, but a sign of you, the God of all ages, a sign of you in your greatness, the Lord of Lord, the King of Kings, the Lord above all, the creator of the universe, the divine, natural, supreme Lord of all, the Father God who sent Christ Jesus to earth. Let all that we have be a representation of you, that when people look at us, when people look at our resources, when people look at our stories and our lives and our testimony, they will see you, Lord, and not us. They will not be distracted by bling they will not be distracted by superficiality, vainness. They will not be distracted by anything, but they will be able to see you clearly, Lord. And they will know the one true God, which is you. Let us not despise the assignments that you have for us, Lord. Let us not despise the land that you have assigned us to. Let us not despise the homes that you have blessed us with. Let us not despise the roads we have to drive upon. Let us not despise the workplaces in which we inhabit and our colleagues. Let us not despise the vehicles that you have given us, Lord, to go to and from to do your work. Let us not despise the work of our hands and the intellect that you have uniquely gifted us, Lord. Let us not despise anything. We repent of that, Lord, and we submit ourselves to you in humble obedience. Let us be a living sacrifice to you, Lord. Let the work of our hands be a sacrifice to you. Let our homes be a sacrifice for you, our vehicles a sacrifice for you, our clothing a sacrifice for you, our income a sacrifice for you. We repent of wasting time and wasting energy and wasting and wasting and wasting. We repent and we submit ourselves to you. We thank you, Lord, for forgiving us, for sending Christ Jesus 2,000 plus years ago to earth for our sins of complaining, our sins of fear, our sins of disobedience, 
our sins of greed, our sins of gluttony and eating the money you've given us wastefully through junk. We repent, Lord. Forgive us. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us. Cleanse us, Lord, of all unrighteousness. Cleanse us, Lord, in our minds of all complaining. Cleanse us, Lord, in our minds of all fearfulness. Open up our eyes to the blessings that you have already given us. Open up our eyes, Lord, so that we can see the work that you have given us to do your work, which is the ministry of Christ Jesus. Open up our eyes. You have given us this land, just like you gave Israel against the Moabites, Lord. You have given us this land, just like in the book of Acts. You have said that every person on this earth you have assigned to inhabit. You have given us a place to inhabit, Lord. Help us, Lord, to do the assignment that you have called against you. We repent of fighting against you and your will. Turn us towards you, Lord. We thank you, Lord for being a good father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. All blocks, Lord. All blocks, Lord. Internal blocks within us. All external blocks that are seen and unseen, that are blocking the work of our hands, Lord. We cancel that in the name and blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we bind up all that are blocks to your works. We rebuke the work of the enemy. We rebuke all things that are not ordained for us, Lord. We cancel it in the name and blood of Jesus, and we loose freedom in you, Lord. We loose transparency of the gospel, Lord. We loose, we loose, we loose your freedom, Lord. Loose the work of our hands to be abundant, Lord, to not be idle, Lord. We loose freedom in our homes to grow from the land, the fruit that we need, Lord, that we will be able to have fruitful homes, Lord. We loose that fruitfulness of the homes for your divine supernatural ideas, Lord. We loose within the work of our hands productivity. We loose within our vehicles supernatural ability to navigate the roads that you have for us, Lord. And you've guarded us, Lord, from all the works of the enemies. We bind up all blocks from the land that you have inhabited for us, Lord, that you have assigned us to. We bind up all blocks from us accessing the lands that you have for us. Lord, we bind up all blocks that are prohibiting the productivity that you have for us, Lord. We bind up all blocks, be it financial, Lord, be it something spiritual in the land, be it something that is mechanical, Lord, we bind it up in the name and blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and we loose, Lord, we loose freedom, whether it is financial freedom around that land, you free up 
whatever is blocking or if it's a mechanical, we free up, we loose in the name and blood of Jesus, freedom, free, normal working systems mechanically. We release loose favor, Lord, in the work of the land and the land that you have given us, Lord. We speak the same supernatural wisdom, Lord, the same supernatural favor over all that you have stewarded us and our vehicles, Lord. We bind up all blocks around accessing them, Lord, whether it be financial, Lord, that is blocking up our ability to access the vehicles to get to and from our works, whether it is blocking up the access mechanical issues, Lord, we bind those up in the name and blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and we loose normal working order. We loose your normal working order. We loose normal working order. We loose normal working order. We loose your supernatural favor in all things that all that we need will be provided for in a speedy, expedient way. Lord, in the work of our hands, Lord, we bind up all blocks, Lord, all blocks in our works from productivity. If it is a spiritual thing, we bind it up in the name and blood of Jesus. Is it if it is a physical earth realm thing, such as greed, such as attitudes and people, we bind those things up in the name and blood of Jesus and we loose your supernatural freedom to allow the work of our hands to be productivity so that others can see you be glorified, Lord. In our homes, Lord, we bind up all witchcraft, Lord. We bind up all distractions, which can be social media, which could be pornography, which can be busyness with activities that you have not called us to do. We repent of distractions, Lord. We repent of our own witty schemes, Lord. We repent, we repent, we repent, and we loose, Lord, the creativity that you have assigned for us to do, to do your works, to spread the gospel, Lord, to spread the gospel, Lord, to spread the gospel, Lord, in the name and blood of Jesus. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Open up our eyes so that we may see. Grant us supernatural favor just like you did Israel against the Moabites, Lord. Just like you told the prophet Joshua to tell the people that this land is the land that the Lord has given them. And he has equipped them with everything that they need. Thank you, Lord, for this time to worship you. Thank you, Lord, to reflect for this time to reflect upon the promises that you have said before. These are your truths. Thank you, Lord, for assigning me to this place. Thank you, Lord, for assigning me to this place. 
Thank you, Lord, for assigning me to this place. Thank you, Lord, for assigning me to my work. Thank you, Lord, for assigning me to these roads. Thank you, Lord, for assigning me to this church. Thank you, Lord, for assigning me to this community. Thank you, Lord, for assigning me to this health. Speak to yourself. Speak over yourself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for assigning me. Thank you, Lord, for equipping me. Thank you, Lord, for the work of my hands. And repent and turn from despising that which the Lord has ordained for you. Thank you. Amen. This is Ask OT Kimberly, a listener-supported podcast at Anchor FM. Follow the link in the show notes to learn more about Ask OT Kimberly, your go-to for learning and development in all things mind, body, and spirit. Thank you for your support.